0: Welcome to another episode of the Visible Disco Productions podcast, Writer's Block Party. We are hoping to share the work of emerging artists and break down the all-too-often mysticized process of creating and developing art. I am Lauren Montez, and I'm also Lauren Montez. There's only one of me today. Get hyped. Today we have the wonderful Timmy DeFore. He is about to graduate from NYU, where he's getting a BFA in drama. He studied acting at the Experimental Theater Wing and Stone Street Studios. He's my roommate. Um, In his free time, he enjoys playing with his really loud cat and playing video games. Originally from Kansas City, he now lives in New York and dreams of being an actor in the big pictures. Hi, Timmy
1: hello Montez. <laughs> oh. for
0: our listeners you don't know this but or you probably do it by this point we're in the same place and there's only two of us so this, this is... is a real special episode um if you hear momo get hyped uh, apologies
1: apologies <laughs> he's a little young a little crazy
0: and we love him for it anyway to um, me today you brought us a 10-minute play is that right
1: i did what is it called um this seminar play is called Lucy. It is my first draft and um this play that I just had to write for this class that I was taking, this dramatic writing class.
0: Sick. Okay, so we're we're gonna read it. Um who's gonna be who?
1: Um, I will be Jack. Okay. And you will be Ella. Should I read the characters and
0: how many characters are there? There's just two. Okay. Uh,
1: well, there's also two like little characters, the doctor and the nurse, who just have like two lines. Okay,
0: who should be who? I
1: can be the doctor, and then you can be the nurse. Do you
0: want me to do any special voice for that?
1: Um, no, just like a well, because it's a it's a serious line. Oh, dude. okay, it's like not so, like a British yeah. accent, not like hello. Absolutely not. Just do like a like a caring voice for sure. Yeah. A nurse voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And is there any um? Anything we should know about the play before we read it?
1: Um, I mean, this kind of just... I don't know. This was written in a span of like three hours. It just all came to me at once. I was actually having some really bad writer's block beforehand.
0: Writer's block party!
1: Love that. <laughs> um, no, it was really bad. I couldn't write for like a whole week before this play was due. And then like the night before, I just kind of had this... Huge spur of an idea and it came into this. So yeah.
0: Sick, let's read it. Um, um cool. do you wanna read the stage directions or should we just begin?
1: Um I will read the stage directions because there's some throughout as well. I'll read okay. the stage directions, Jack and, and the, doctor, the doctor, and I'll
0: be Ella and the nurse. Yes,
1: yes, correct. Okay, cool. Okay. So Jack is 73, he's a kind-hearted old man who's always loved children, he cherishes his family and the love that surrounds them. Um, He has had a long and hard life, but has always remained optimistic. Ella is six years old. She is a young, spirited child. Um, Her young life has also experienced hardships and joys alike. She is eagerly awaiting the birth of her baby sister. Okay. Lights up in a hospital waiting room. There are a row of chairs along the upstage wall and a few extra chairs along the stage right wall as well. Stage left stands a double swinging door downstage of a reception counter. Behind the counter, we see nurses doing their job. An occasional waiting room attendant may go up to the counter throughout the scene, checking in with their loved ones. In the center of the back row of chairs sits Jack alone, reading a magazine from Better Homes and Gardens. Stage left, we see the double doors open. The doctor enters holding a child's hand, Ella. As they enter, Jack rises in a hurry before realizing the doctor was not for him, and he sits back down. The doctor pointing to a back row of chairs. Why don't you sit over there in those chairs while you wait for mommy to be all done, okay? Okay. Ella remains put in silence The doctor kneels down to the eye level with Ella And with kindness he says Tell you what You see those women back there? Those women are strong and brave Just like your mommy, okay? They're gonna watch over you out here Until it's time to meet your little sister How's that sound? A playful smirk comes across Ella's face At the mention of her sister She nods and skips to the row of chairs Climbing onto a chair two down from Jack Who now sits again Intently reading about interior design The doctor leaves back through the double doors Ella, after a beat, notices Jack in his magazine. What's that? Oh, uh, this? It's, uh, a, a magic spellbook.
0: <laughs> My mom says magic isn't real. You don't have to pretend just because I'm a kid, you know?
1: <laughs> Your mom must be a smart woman. But you're right. A spell book would be much more interesting, I would imagine.
0: Well, what kind of book is that?
1: It's, uh magazine about interior design. What's that? Well, it's a a small book with uh, really thin pages. No, not
0: that. It's for inter for design.
1: (laughs) Interior design is all of the fun things that go in your house. See, this book has all of these fantastical images. He opens the magazine and flips a few pages to show her an image. These beautiful plants and these Amazing shining chandeliers, and you just pick something you like out of here, order it up on your phone, and it shows up at your doorstep a few days later. Kind of sounds like magic to me, you know?
0: Sounds more like online shopping.
1: (laughs) You're too smart for your own good, you know that? What's your name?
0: Ella. And duh, I'm smart. I'm six years old now.
1: Six years old? Oh, wow, pardon me. I didn't realize you were so grown up. Well, it's very nice to meet you, Ella. What's your name? Well, I was born Robert, but you can call me Jack.
0: You changed your name? Is that even possible?
1: Well, you see, Jack is my middle name. Robert is a family name. So my dad and his dad and so on have the first name Robert and a unique middle name with which they went by.
0: Sounds confusing. How old are you? (laughs) Old enough. I bet you're a hundred.
1: A hundred?! Have I really gotten that old?
0: You don't even know how old you are?
1: Of course I know how old I am. Well, I'm 73 years old. Or, maybe 74. No, I'm 73, yes.
0: That's so really old. Are you sick or something?
1: No, no, I just... I'm here for my wife. See, when you're old, You have to check up at the doctors a lot more than you used to. Are you sick?
0: No, my mom is having my baby sister today, so I'm just waiting out here.
1: Your baby sister? Well, that's very exciting. Is this your first time being a big sister?
0: Yeah, but I'm ready. I already know how to do it.
1: Oh, do you know? You know how to be a big sister?
0: Yeah, it's easy. You just have to be a role model for them and protect them. Are you a big brother?
1: No, I, I used to be a little brother, though.
0: Why not anymore?
1: Well, uh... My older sister was quite older than me, and after people get to a certain age- Did she die? Yes. (laughs) She died.
0: My mom says that my dad left when I was a baby to go live somewhere else. Sometimes I think he's dead.
1: Jack sits in silence, not knowing what to say to this.
0: Did your big sister protect you?
1: She did. Protected me very well. Against bullies, monsters, bad guys, everything. Tell me more about your little sister. What is her name gonna be?
0: Her name is Lucy.
1: (laughs) Well that just so happens to be my wife's name. Really? Sure is. And it's a very beautiful name at that.
0: Is your wife beautiful too?
1: The most beautiful woman in the whole world, without a doubt. She's like all the good feelings you ever had. Like, Like apple pie baked just right. And that's how I know I chose the right one, you know. I wake up every morning and there she is just laying there and suddenly I'm not old anymore. Poof! I feel young and alive. Every time. Yeah, that's how I know I love her.
0: Have you been married forever?
1: Sure feels like it. Let's see, I was 21. She was 20 at the time, so 52 years now we've been married.
0: My mom still isn't married, and she's um 29 years old. Sometimes she says my she doesn't need to get married because she has me, but she cries a lot when she misses my dad, and so I have to tell her I love you to make her feel better.
1: Well, some people wait their whole lives and still never get married. That's not so bad. Your mother is still very young. You never know what's gonna happen when you're waiting for something.
0: How long have you been waiting out here for?
1: A little while. Well, how long is that? Just a few days
0: or so. Did you not go home and sleep?
1: (laughs) I can't. I, I gotta be here. But why? Well, you know, just gotta make sure everything is okay.
0: Yeah, my mom stays for my whole checkup, too. Sometimes, when I have to get a shot, I cry a lot, and she has to be there to make me feel better.
1: Exactly. I'm just here to make her feel better, so I can't leave.
0: Well, how come you're out here then and not in there?
1: It gets complicated when you get older.
0: I don't know what that means. Is she sick?
1: Jack doesn't respond. Ella looks at him, and then back forward.
0: It's okay, you don't have to tell me.
1: Yes, she is sick. Well, is she going to be okay? I sure hope so.
0: I think she will be okay. Mom Tom says that as long as someone loves you, you will always be okay. No matter what. That's how I know I will always be okay. And that's how I know she's going to be okay, too.
1: That's very kind. Your mother seems to be really important to you.
0: She's the best mom.
1: The double doors swing them back open. Jack rises with a worry on his face. The doctor from before emerges and walks toward them before kneeling down. Jack then says, Are you ready to meet your baby sister? Yes! <laughs> okay. Well, your mommy did very well, she was very strong, and your little sister is almost ready to meet you. I'll be back in just a few minutes when I get the okay from the nurses, and we'll go meet her and see your mommy. Sound good? Okay. Okay, I'll be right back. He smiles before getting up to exit again the double doors. Big news? Yeah. She grins widely as she begins fidgeting and almost bouncing on the edge of her chair with excitement. You're gonna be a very good big sister.
0: Are you going to meet her? <laughs>
1: Probably not today, dear. you? You'll have to tell her I said hello in my stead. In your what? Tell your mother I said congratulations.
0: Why don't you come with me? You can meet Lucy and my mom together.
1: I can't, remember. I have to stay here for my Lucy to make sure everything is okay.
0: But I already told you she's going to be okay because you love her.
1: Right. I almost forgot. But I can't be missing when she comes back out.
0: Yeah, that's true, I guess. Well... Then you have to meet them after she gets done with her checkup.
1: It sounds like a plan.
0: Will you bring her too? I think I want to meet her.
1: Well, of course. I think she would love to meet you as well. The doctor enters. This time, both Ella and Jack rise. All right, pretty lady, are you ready? Ella turns back to Jack.
0: You promise? I'm sorry? Promise you'll come meet them. Both of you.
1: Well, I don't think that...
0: Promise.
1: All right. I promise. Go along now. Ella smiles before leaving with the doctor. Jack stands watching as the two doors close behind them, a smile on his face. As he goes to sit back down, the double doors swing open again. A nurse enters. Jack Morgan? Jack rises back up swiftly. But yes, a beat of silence then.
0: I'm very sorry.
1: The words strike Jack like a blow to the gut, knocking the air from his lungs and weakening his knees. He collapses back in his chair, heartbroken, blackout.
0: And that's the end of the podcast. Great. Um, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. And you're like,
1: okay, we're done. And we're
0: done. I never want to talk about it again. Well, um, that was it. How was that.
1: How do we feel?
0: I mean, how do you feel?
1: I mean, I feel okay. I mean, this is my first draft. I have a few ideas in mind of like what I would do to change it, what I would do to spruce it up a little bit, you know? But having heard it read out loud, it's like, I like it
0: when you um are thinking about it like what would be its final form if you, if this is the first draft you yeah, know.
1: my final form like do you want me to like lay it out for you or do you want me to just be like
0: i mean like do you, you think up. would it still be a 10 minute play or would it like would you expand right, it right, would it right. change
1: um i think this could definitely still remain a 10 minute play i think like this i think like the severity of like what i'm trying to get at in this play is that like I want it to be like these two characters who are just not meeting and like forming this connection with each other and like being there for each other and I want it to be like so fast because I like the, like the like how they don't really know each other at the beginning but then mm-hmm. by the end I want it to feel like they do know each other a little bit more mm-hmm. I don't know I just want that to happen really fast because I just feel like they just I don't know I don't know I just yeah. it just feels better in like a 10 minute version
0: sure ever be a short film
1: Um, Perhaps, yes. I've also thought of it being, like, potentially a short film, which is also something that we talked about whenever I did this in my class as well, whenever we did, like, peer reviews and stuff. Um, I just think it could be... I don't know. In my head, originally, I had it on, like, stage, um, which I think I could work on stage, but I also think short film could be really good for it. I think maybe, like, I don't know, I could do a little bit more just with, like, the surrounding area and make it Mm. feel, like, more... Like, alive, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You can really fill there. Right. Um, so, you had to write this for class. Like, why... And you said you had writer's block for a long time. So, how did this piece sort of come to you?
1: Um, well, I was just, you know, chilling in bed. <laughs> um, doing the do. Not really doing anything, actually. Being pretty lazy. Watching... I don't know. What was I watching? Watching some tiktok you, no it was you it was good good guess though Thank tiktok you. is definitely what i'm on most of the time but it was some youtube video maybe it was trisha paytas um
0: <laughs> all good writing comes from trisha paytas. yeah obviously <laughs>
1: um and she was i think she was talking about i don't know she was talking about something sad and it just like made me think of like i don't know it just made me think of this and i was like fucking trisha paytas of course <laughs> but um so yeah then i was just like I had like this little twinge of an idea. Like, I wanted it to be like in this hospital. um And I wanted it to be like these very separated by age characters. And then I just kind of ran with it. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I was I to say, it's interesting that you have a kid and a very old person.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the dynamic between the two, like, different ages is very different. And I think, I don't know, I kind of like that. I like. Like the playfulness of the child and the seriousness of the adult, but also the playfulness of the adult, like trying to be serious.
0: Mm. But,
1: like, I don't, like, the adult's like serious, but he's also trying to be playful for the kid. And then the kid's like playful, but also trying to be serious for the adult. Yeah. So it's just like interesting it's to see, people like, people trying to meet each yeah, other yeah, yeah.
0: in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you're writing, is there a character that you think is you, or are you sort of like all of them?
1: In this, particularly, I don't think I'm any of these characters. I think these characters are... Like, in my head, I'm picturing it like I'm watching it. Like, mm. like I'm watching, like, a film. Like, when I think of, like, writing th- something, it's normally, like, in my head as, like, some sort of film, I guess. Like, sure. Like, a movie that's playing in my head. Okay. Rather than, like, me seeing it on stage. Rather, whether I'm writing it for stage or not, like, I'm just picturing it in my head film-wise. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know, for, like, angles and personality. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, yeah, I don't see myself as, like, any of these characters. No. I mean, I'm not 73, and I'm not a six-year-old little girl. I mean... <laughs> I'm definitely not a doctor. What Although, about a nurse? Maybe. <laughs> My mom did want me to be a doctor. For really? the money. Yeah. For the, well, for, yeah. yeah, that's Honestly, what saying. Everyone's mom wanted them to be a doctor. For the <laughs> money.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when you... So you say when you write things, you picture it sort of like a... In film... Um what are things that inspire you then? Are you inspired by film? Or are you inspired by writers? like
1: I mean, yeah, I mean writers they definitely inspire me as people, not necessarily like in my art form. I'm not like a huge writer, necessarily, like I like writing and I'm like getting into it, and I think my passion for it is growing, but like really this before the semester, I hadn't like done much writing, so I think like diving into it and like being new is like I don't know, kind of... I don't know, that's exciting. Like, I'm building a passion for it. But yeah. in, in past, I've been, like, super into, like, film. Like, I really enjoy short films, and I, I think you can get a lot from short films. I also... I mean, I've been in one short film. It, it wasn't the greatest experience, but, <laughs> I mean, it was an NYU short film.
0: Um,
1: Shout-out NYU. Shout-out NYU. <laughs> um, but, yeah film i love i would love to be i would love to be in film obviously like going forward but i've never done anything except that one short film mm. and writing wise this is like my first well i've written like little things in the past but never like full-length plays
0: sure when you um are there specific things that you sort of model your art after like or specific writers or uh films or anything that you're like that's the kind of thing I want
1: to make like if I were to make if I were to make like a short film I would want to model it obviously after something like euphoria-esque yeah. I mean like obviously just because of like the visuals yeah. and I mean the soundtrack like it just kind of has like kind of just hits all the marks you know yeah, yeah, yeah. which is kind of what I want I'm more so going for like aesthetics like if, in my head this is like the, this scene I guess is like playing out like with this like cool overtone like it's like kind of bluish vibes like you know what I mean like that's I don't know just the, the aesthetic of the of the play that I'm feeling sure so when I'm writing things I guess I kind of go for like the aesthetics yeah
0: yeah there you go um um when you're so obviously you're an actor mm-hmm. how do you think that informs um your writing
1: I think it actually definitely informs my writing because when I'm writing I'm like also reading every single line that I'm writing like out loud just to so, like in my head like does this sound natural when I say it? Mm. Like does it sound like like does it sound like I'm acting or does it like sound real? Um, so yeah, I think that it definitely has an influence on me when I'm writing.
0: Yeah. You've said you've written things in the past where they also like plays or were they like just like random
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I've written a few, like, monologues just for, like, other classes. Sure. Um, I've written not a ten-minute play, but I've written a five-minute play for a class once. Um, that's about it. But I've written, like, three monologues, I think, for various classes. Sure. But, yeah, like, this is my first, like, ten-minute play. Like, the longest thing I've written, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um... When why the name Lucy?
1: Um first
0: person ever?
1: Well, because I mean, I don't know if you caught it, but Jack's wife's name is Lucy, Ella's newborn sister's name is also Lucy. And it's like kind of like this little like reincarnation type vibes. Yeah. Where like Lucy, her little sister, like gets revealed that she's just been born and then as soon as um, Ella leaves to go see her sister Lucy, um, the nurse walks in and tells Jack that his wife Lucy has just died. So it's like kind of like the circle of life thing. Yeah,
0: about. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, when you have writer's block, what do you do?
1: Um, I don't write. <laughs> when I have that's like block. everyone's
0: <laughs> answer it's so funny to yeah. me everyone like we're like oh do you have an answer no i don't do it at all yeah
1: no when Please i have write. writer's block i give up and do other things <laughs> yeah um, fair enough until i just one moment just randomly get like this burst of energy to write which doesn't happen often but like when it does like, even with, like, writing papers, too. It's, like, the same way. It's just, yeah. like, bringing myself to write something. Like, writing is just so tedious, I feel, at times. Like, it, afterwards, it's, like, so, like, rewarding and, like, you feel good about it. And you're, like, but scrolling
0: like, through pages. Right, and you're right, Like, I did that. You're, like, yes.
1: But, like, in the process, it's, like, I'm writing. <laughs> like, this is just, like, <laughs> staring at my screen for so long.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. When you um, get that burst of energy, like, for this one... Did you sort of see it the beginning, middle, and end or do you just see the beginning and then you just see where it takes you like how how do ideas come to you
1: Like when I first started this um like in my head I first just pictured like this hospital room these two characters and like their situation with each other and then like as it, the story like as I was writing the story was like kind of progressing like about like halfway through I like had decided like I wanted his wife to die and so I like kind of like wrote the rest of it based around that ending, mm. um, like getting to that ending point. And so I mean, yeah, it all just kind of like wrote itself as I was, sure, as I was writing it. Like it just like I would like write line, or, like write two lines, write a couple lines, and then like read it and be like, "What will come next?" And then just kind of, kind of go it. from there. So you're kind of like letting it, just yeah, happen kinda kinda just it letting goes. it happen.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um. When you're like, what do you think is the next sort of form you want to write, or the next thing you want to write?
1: Um, I mean, I'd love to write like a screenplay for like maybe like a short film, or I mean, obviously I'd love to write a movie. I have like a whole playlist on uh, my Apple Music. I know I use Apple Music, but well, sorry, <laughs> um, a whole playlist on my Apple Music. This uh, this
0: <laughs> is on Spotify. Listen, I know. Um,
1: <laughs> I think it's also
0: on. I don't know. Well, it's, it's if podcasts, it is, listen
1: on Apple Music. Just kidding, though. Everyone goes probably use Spotify. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, what was I even saying? Um, oh, writing the yeah, screenplay. Yeah. Yes, obviously, I would love to write a full movie. I have a whole playlist of like all the songs I would put into my movies, like based on like certain situations sure. and scenarios. But I mean, I would love to start just like writing a short. Film and like being able, but like I, I think like going to Stone Street this summer would be like really great for me, just because like I'll have access to like cameras and like people who like work with cameras and like you know just like sure. get with like maybe, not me maybe, maybe like collaborating with people on like mm-hmm. writing like a screenplay for a short film. Yeah,
0: you seem to be very inspired by music.
1: I mean, yes, I do. I love music. Music, really? yeah. I mean, that was. Actually, my first ever passion. Why? Um, Explain yourself. Okay, okay. So back in middle school, um, I joined band. So I was a little band geek, and in sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, I was in band. Huge band nerd. Should have
0: said middle and high school. Well,
1: I wanted to go through. All the grades. <laughs> um, I wanted to make sure you knew all the grades: all the six, grades.
0: seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven,
1: and twelve, and twelve. Um, yes. <laughs> So I was in band, huge band nerd, we went to all the competitions, I was in state band, like, all state band, like, I was alternate for nationals, I was like, I don't know, I was really it was really good. I played the alto saxophone and the baritone saxophone. Um, tenor sax wasn't really my thing, but I also played it occasionally. Anyways, saxophone <laughs> is what you need to hear. Um, and yeah, but then I didn't even do, like, theater until my senior year of high school because I joined choir my junior year of high school because that was like the first time I worked up the courage to sing around people. Um, But I just really liked music, so I was like, you know what, I'll try it. And then I joined theater senior year because previous to that, we didn't have a theater program or like a theater in general. Like we didn't have like a stage or anything. Um, And so we had just got a PAC and we got like new theater teachers and a theater program, whatever. And so I joined my senior year Did that, fell in love with it, came here, applied to NYU as a music ed major, got accepted as a music ed major, switched majors the summer before freshman year to ed theater, and then I was in ed theater doing that, and then, which was also, I did some writing in ed theater as well, but I was in ed theater, and then I switched to Tish to be an actor, actor. An
0: actor, interesting, interesting. Interesting. I feel like we get a lot of people that come at writing from an acting perspective, or like a um performing perspective like we don't get a lot of like musical perspectives
1: yeah i kind of i don't know music i feel like just there's so much passion in music honestly like that sounds so cheesy but like seriously dead ass so much passion <laughs> what do you mean like i like sad music listen i get hate for this all the time i like sad music because sad music just makes me feel something Okay, hold on. Let's rewind. Talk about making me feel something. You will never feel anything greater than whenever you are performing. (laughs) Listen. Whenever you are performing in a giant band playing some amazing, fantastical, orchestral number that's, like, soaring in harmonies. Like, it's just, like, you feel it. Like, literally throughout your entire body. I don't know how to explain it. Besides, it's just, like, the craziest rush you will ever feel. Because it's just, like, so... Like, it's... The music is just so beautiful. I don't know. Anyways,
0: for our listeners, Timmy is almost speechless and almost standing up with enjoyment. No, seriously, this.
1: I love music. And then, but yeah, like that. The same thing. The same thing goes with like. I mean, sad music for me is like I don't know. It just makes you feel something. It Makes me feel something more than like EDM music. I'm not hating on EDM music. It's fun, but sad music sure. makes me feel something.
0: Would you ever write music?
1: I mean, I would, but I also would like to learn how to, like, play the piano 1st Mm-hmm. Or, like, the guitar, perhaps, because I don't know how to play either of those instruments.
0: And it's hard to write music when you don't know those
1: yeah, instruments. Yeah, because or like, you just most do what music I do, is those instruments. And,
0: uh, fake it on GarageBand.
1: That, too. I could do that.
0: Yeah, I believe in you. I think you could.
1: But why learn the instrument of Garage Band when I could just learn the piano?
0: <laughs> the <laughs> instrument of Garage Band. Um, what, what what music inspired Lucy?
1: What music inspired Lucy? Um, in my head, it was like, okay, I'm thinking back more Euphoria vibes, but like in the beginning, like it's like a like a what is that song? Work by she was the song is in Euphoria Work by Somebody she's really good look it up Euphoria at Work um, <laughs> that's like the vibe of this song or this play like it's just super chill vibes in the beginning like I don't know kind of laid back but also kind of on edge at the same time sure and then towards the end we get more like sad Lizzie McAlpine <laughs> yeah like good sad Lizzie McAlpine yeah I got that I got that vibe for sure yeah
0: yeah, um, I
1: mean, yeah. Thanks, me. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is um, amazing. Oh my
0: gosh, Timmy, we'll put handles and everything in our in our um, Wait, can I say
1: this. my handles? Yeah, just yeah, say it. Yeah, everybody, okay. Go follow my Instagram <laughs> at TimmyDeFour, that is T-I-M-M-Y-D-E-F-O-O-R, my Twitter is at Timmy JL DeFore. It's a little different.
0: Jason Leo. Yes.
1: Those are my middle names. Jason Leo. I have two. <laughs> Timmy JL DeFore, That's my Twitter. My Instagram is at Timmy DeFore. Um TikTok. I guess if you want to follow me TikTok, kind of embarrassing. <laughs> but at DXF OOR, also embarrassing. I think I'm like...
0: DXF?
1: Yeah, yeah. I like think I'm... What? But E-boy, that was the word, I, oh, I yeah, think I'm yeah, an yeah, E-boy, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: The kid I babysat tried to say your name, but he said like, to me, D4 or something, to me, D4, and I was like, to, to me, D4? D4, like, read, <laughs> he's eight, but I was like, let's be literate, why don't me? Oh, um, the amount of
1: times people mistake, wow, differ? Said, D4, D4, is it, D4, no, it's D4, like the number, D4. <laughs> They're, like not the like they're not, not spelled like, I like I the number T i m m i d e f o o r. That's my Instagram. <laughs> just kidding.
0: I mean, yeah, go for it. Um, thanks, Timmy. This has been Writer's Block Party with Lauren and Invisible Disco. And by Invisible Disco, I mean just me right now. Um, thank you so much from our home in Bushwick. Adios!
1: Writer's Block Party was created by Invisible Disco Productions. It's produced by Amelia Annan, Denis Blatt,
0: Lauren Montes, Thea Thronson, Colleen Annan, Jess Thronson, and Jim Keane. And is edited by Noah Friend. If you enjoyed this, check us out at IDP Presents WBP on Twitter and at Invisible Disco Productions on Instagram and Patreon. Thanks and have a great week!